What is mindfulness and how does it calm our mind and body? How does intentional breathing and stretching affect our mental and physical state? What techniques can we use to help quiet our racing thoughts and anxiety? We'll explore these things and more while getting real, immersed in truth. to the grit podcast getting real immersed in truth intersecting hard conversations with the gospel we seek and speak the truth about what's going on around us i am your host rabrina reddle many of us are in a period of mourning i think it's important to say that many are mourning the effects of the COVID virus mourning what's happening in our communities and in our country and around the world some of us are mourning friends and even some family who aren't who we thought they were for many, life isn't what we imagined it would be. This is episode seven, and we're talking about self-care. And in episode six, we talked a little bit about the physical aspect of self-care and the importance of physical activity and healthful eating. Today, we're going to focus on mindfulness and mind-body connection through breathing and intentional movement. My guest today is Taewoo Kim. He earned a master's degree in nutrition and exercise, and Taewoo has been a personal trainer for eight years. His credentials include the ACE Group Fitness Instructor, a Kaiser Cycling Instructor, Animal Flow Level 1 Instructor, and Taewoo is also an online fitness coach. Welcome, Taewoo. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining us today and helping us process through some of this. No problem. Well, I wanted to talk to you about uh, stress. So if you can talk us through what good stress, bad stress, and chronic stress is, and then what are the differences in the three? Yeah, so um, stress is obviously needed. Obviously, stress, good stress um, can help us increase our uh, brain function, uh, give us a little boost in our uh, body reaction time. So stress is way different today than it was before because of um, the increase in technology um, and then the increase in the rapidity, rapidity of the society. Mm -hmm. So stress has some value um, in that way. It keeps us alert. It keeps us on our feet, um, our reaction time and heightened senses all that stuff. Um, but there's also the bad side of stress, which is um, what we tend to gravitate towards, um, especially with social media. And for example, uh, for bad stress, you can have, um, kinda, it can go into depression, it can go into anxiety, um, um, it can have imbalances in your hormones, all this stuff. And so, kind of putting it into workout terms and in fitness terms. So physical stress, such as working out, resistance training, um, and then 
having different exposures of temperatures through your body can be helpful for you because your body adapts, your body is an adaptative machine. So all the external stimulus that you're getting, um, it's gonna be helpful for you down um, the road just to make your body stronger, either physically or mentally. And then the opposite side of that, um, the negative side of stress, um, having anxiety, depression, like I talked about, that can lead down to um, loss in you, in your uh, muscular function, brain function, what have you. And so that bad stress can lead down to chronic stress, which is something you definitely don't want. Um, so chronic stress, it's like a chronic um, knee pain or elbow pain. Um, down the road, you kind of tend to ignore it, but you ignoring it um, is going to have more detrimental effects, uh, not only to your physical body, but your mental, spiritual uh, body as well. So, yeah, <clears throat> kind of seems like kind of seems like we're actually in a period of chronic stress because it's just like one yes. thing after another. Mm -hmm. um, First, it was natural disasters like fire, I think, was Australia, mm -hmm. and then Kobe Bryant, and yes. the plane went down with all those other people on it. And that was one thing after another, after another. And, um, you know, COVID hit, and then <laughs> racial injustice, and then, you know, just the protests, and just so many things are happening. You know, almost, I, I, I'm going to say almost daily. There's always almost mm. daily. And then, of course, your our regular losses like, you know, graduation, yep. you know, the wedding you wanted to have, you know, just all the different what you thought was going to be mm -hmm. now has shifted and you have to adjust. Yeah. And so let's talk about like you did talk about the different types of stresses and you even touched on some of the physiological effects and one of them you said, of course, is um, in your body. I, I, I think you mentioned like your immune, which we really don't need that right now. The mm. immune system going down. Yep. Uh, we need to have a strong immune system as possible uh, now. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was one of the things you touched on, the, on the physiological. And what are some of the other physiological effects? I know one of the effects of stress is anxiety. So if anxiety is high, sure. what does that do to us physiologically? Yeah, so anxiety um, can lead to depression, um, physical, physiologically upset stomach, mental fogginess, breathing problems, um, fatigue, and all this other stuff that can um, elevate your stress levels. Mm -hmm. So what, it's just the domino effect, one thing after another, um, leading into kind of like deteri deteriorating your health. Mm -hmm. So that's why um, physical health um, and mental health is so, is so important. And for mm -hmm. me as a fitness professional, um, that's why I promote um, fitness first and taking care of your body, especially during this time, because um, especially with COVID around, you need to have your body at its peak condition. And so if you're just laying around, um, the couch just kind of eating potato chips, not doing anything, not moving. Now, that's the worst thing that you can do, um, especially now. If, if it was bad before then, before this and, and today, if you're still doing that, then I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's not something that I recommend for sure. 
Yeah, it seems like that kind of is your, um, that's kind of, is kind of where you go. You, it's, you have to be counterintuitive. So mm -hmm. you, your body is saying, I don't want to, I don't, I want my comfort salt or my <laughs> comfort sugar. Yeah. And for some alcohol, as you know, mm. hoping or any other, you know, numbing effect, but then you have to be counterintuitive on that to whatever your body is telling you it wants to do because of the state it's in, whether it's anxiety or depression, you actually have to go the opposite because it, it's actually what your body needs mm -hmm. is counterintuitive to what you want to do in a saddened or high anxiety state. Right. So let's talk about hormonally how it affects your body. Cause I know there's certain like the serotonin mm -hmm. um, endorphins, there's certain hormones that uh, are shifted you know, yep. during a anxiety or, and then how do we get the right hormones, you know, because we want the endorphins. That mm. kind of helps us stay upbeat and a lack of endorphins actually makes you go sad. Mm -hmm. So, so kind of talk to me about the hormonal and what's happening to the body. Yeah. So the two main hormones that are released in our body when we're experiencing anxiety or stress is uh, adrenaline and cortisol. And so these are the two main hormones and it affects um, males and females, both um, with their primary hormones, which are testosterone and estrogen respectively. And so change in um, testosterone and estrogen can have an effect on your libido, uh, your appetite, sleep patterns, etc. And again, it's just, just a combination of all that going down and decreasing is uh, pretty detrimental for your health. And so a good way to combat that is um, obviously fitness, moving around. Um, you'd be surprised even just walking around the neighborhood, obviously with your, with your mask, staying safe, um, just walking around, getting your blood pumping through your muscles, your, your brain, which is where all the hormones are released from. Um, it, You'll, you'll tend to see a change in your mood, change in how you're moving throughout the day with your body. And so that's one um, thing that it helps. Another thing that helps is um, breathing. I know that we're uh, going to get into this later, but breathing, um, deep breaths, relaxing the mind, relaxing the body, and being aware of where you're at, um, your surroundings. So that helps um, a lot with decreasing, decreasing those uh, adrenaline and cortisol hormones in your body. And yeah, I would definitely recommend um, both, but if not, I would um, practice either one whenever you can um, just to stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was reading somewhere and um, they, they do talk about endorphins and then dopamine, mm -hmm. which that hormone, like what we're talking about now, they're saying self-care activities helps your dopamine um, hormones and serotonin, which is like a mood stabilizer. And uh, so let's talk about that because that kind of goes hand in hand with mindfulness and, and breathing. So let's talk about what, what is mindfulness, first of all. Mm -hmm. So the correct definition is the quality or the 
um, state of being consciousness or consciousness of what you're doing. And so basically you do, you know what you're doing, um, what you're putting your body through uh, physically and mentally, and you have a good awareness of what you're doing along with you have good control of what you're doing. So um, being mindful as a physical aspect is um, how my body's moving in these different planes of motions. Do I have control and flexibility and mobility in these motions? And if we're going into mentally uh, being mindful that um, what I'm saying or what I'm doing has um, meaning of what uh, that's coming out from me. And so just basically having total body control of yourself is what mindfulness is. Yeah. So mindful eating, um, mindful, like you said, speaking, being conscious or cognizant of what you're saying to people. Um, even when people go on walks, being present and paying attention to what's around you. Cause I know a lot of us like to walk with our, our um, earbuds in and listen to mm-hmm. a podcast. Or sure. yeah. yeah. The and, grit podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes though, it's good to listen to the birds mm-hmm. and, you know, if you're near a pond, you know, just, just your outside surroundings. You know, of course, it depends on where you are because you could be listening to traffic and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sort of thing. But one of the apps that I use uh, is the free version. So this isn't a commercial. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the apps I like to use is Calm Mm. because I have it set for, I think it's two o'clock every day, two o'clock or 2.30 every day. And it'll, it'll remind me of a affirmation. And then when I swipe the affirmation, it shows me like a beach and the water and a sunset and my particular one, I don't have a, like a person speaking to me, but it's just the water and the birds. Mm -hmm. And I just sit there for five or 10 minutes and I take that in and that has such a great calming effect on me. So the title is calm. So that was very appropriate, Mm -hmm. but it does. It just kind of like relaxes me, relaxes my mind and just helps me breathe. Cause I, I just breathe in and breathe out as I'm um, listening to the water and the birds. It, it, it does. It really does have a nice calming effect. And then sometimes you really need that. And, you know, today just so much is happening all the mm-hmm. time. So that is one way I, I try to soak in a little bit of mindfulness for myself. Yeah. That's one way I, I kind of do some self care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for my clients too, I've noticed, um, even, uh, training them virtually, I'll have to remind them to breathe because they'll be doing, uh, an exercise and they'll have their mouth closed and I'll be like, Hey, breathe, make sure you're breathing. And they'll, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. <sighs> yep. There you go. Um, so it's <laughs> even when you're working out, you tend to kind of forget like the essential part of life, like breathing. So, uh, and that's that's obviously um, just kind of patterned into their system because of the high stress job or high stress life that they have. They just kind of get to get too immersed in that state. And so 
Um, whether if it's listening to music or having someone else like a trainer to remind you to breathe um, is definitely helpful. And then for me, um, I do the same thing. I am grateful that um, there's so many parks near me where I live in San Francisco. And so I do my daily evening walks, whether I'm listening to music or a podcast. Um, and then after walking for a while, I find a place to sit down or lie down on the grass and just look at the clouds. If it's a nice day, look at the clouds, breathe. Um, and then another app that I use is brain FM. And so it's kind of similar to what um, your app calm does. Um, it has animal sounds, nature sounds, um, just all these different um, sounds that'll kind of help me calm my mind. And it's just peaceful, you know, and even if there's people running around on their bikes with their dogs, blah, blah, blah. Um, it helps me really zone in on the music and the sound and in eventually to myself. So just, uh, again, being mindful of being mindful to myself and being aware of what I'm doing, um, where my, uh, what my fingers are doing when I'm lying down, what my heart feels when it's beating. And so it's, it's truly a good experience to have, mm -hmm. especially when we're just high maintenance, go, go, go. Uh, so we just gotta, just gotta chill. We just gotta relax and just let our body relax. So talk to me about what you do with your clients as far as, okay, so my daughter had anxiety when she was younger and we learned breathing techniques mm. to, to help her. And sometimes it was counting down the breaths. And sometimes it was at a particular position. Usually at night, she had a different position where she would lay and her feet, legs would be up mm -hmm. against the wall and just kind of breathing. So talk to me about what you do with your clients, especially if you have a client that they don't know how, because not everyone knows how to breathe intentionally. Exactly. How do you walk them through that? Yeah, so breathing... Um... I'm going to talk to it as an exercise standpoint. So breathing can be helpful um, to relax, like we're talking about, but also breathing can be also helpful in um, strength training, resistance training, when you're trying to, again, uh, move, let's say, 400 pounds on deadlifts. Having good control of your breath, your lungs, and your core will help you um, lift the 400 pounds and compared to if you just go up to the bar and then don't focus on your breathing and just try to pick it up. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, breathing can be super powerful um, in getting, getting you stronger and get, uh, lifting those weights. But on the flip side, um, that's so the lifting the dead, deadlift um, breath is the uh, sympathetic kind of nervous system kicking in. And so the flip side of that is the, is the parasympathetic, which is the calming um, sensation uh, with breathing, with exercises like yoga, um, animal flow, which I've been teaching my clients. Uh, so animal flow, for those of you who don't know, is a basically combination of yoga, calisthenics, um, all combined into one. So there's um, flowing, slow movements that you can do with your breath and your body but you can also combine the calisthenics part where you just um, go fast, stick the landing point, um, faster breath. 
So it's a good, good side to both. Um, so for clients who are stressed, who have high stress jobs, I tend to gravitate, gravitate towards them towards uh, animal flow. And so uh, having them control their body, control the movement, control their breath um, tends to not only help them calm their mind during the workout, but also get them results. Um, so I have had a client who've lost, I don't to say five to seven pounds um, just from animal flow. Mm. And so a little background on him, he was high stressed. Um, he was very uh, gravitated towards like, the HIIT training, CrossFit, go, go, go. I need a dog mentality. I need to move all these weights. And so we started with that. And then eventually, slowly, I chipped them away in trying animal flow. Because uh, when your body and mind are always in that heightened sense of uh, mind and you're uh, pounding it away with hard, these hard workouts and you're just releasing more cortisol into the body, into your mind. And so you start, your body starts to kind of counteract your, what you're doing to it. So um, you tend to see plateaus or weight gain in some areas so shifting away from those and then going into a little yoga animal flow uh, slow breathing movements slow mindful movements um, really helped him calm his mind down calm his uh, hormones down and then eventually um, getting to his goals more efficiently and safely um, and then just having good mental and physical health in general um, by shifting them. So I guess what I'm trying to um, say is you gotta, you gotta find the right exercises for you. And obviously having those hard workouts has value and, but you gotta realize what your stress levels are for yourself, what your goals are. And so you gotta um, find the right amount of stress Mm -hmm. that you need to put your body through. So you're looking at finding a balance between the hardcore workout, if that's what you choose, and then something that's going to slow your body down and focus more on a movement and stretching and breathing. Mm -hmm. So that you can have a combination of the two and that that will help your body react um, more efficiently yep. and um, sometimes quicker because you're always putting your body in a different um, position or a different level. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, you don't always have to go high, but you don't have to stay low either. But mm -hmm. for people who prefer a slower movement type of exercise, which is really why I wanted to interview you because I'd seen your animal flow videos and I was very challenged by them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were really cool though. Yeah, most was, people say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, how does he do that? So that is for sure though, progressional. So when your clients start, because the way you do them, there's a lot of strength. Mm. You have a lot of uh, upper body, especially I've noticed because I've saw one where I don't think that you touch the ground at all, except for your <laughs> hands. Uh -huh. I was like, how in the world is he doing that? So speak to 
people who are my level, which is very mm-hmm. low. Yeah. And then <laughs> those who are a little more advanced. So speak to how you train those individuals or what they should look for in a workout. Yeah. So people who obviously start off um, with exercise or they've um, been exercising for a good chunk of their lives, but they've never had done anything like this, like animal flow, obviously start them with the basics, um, controlling their mind or controlling their body and being one with their mind and body. And so it um, kind of correlates with if I'm moving my hand this way, moving my leg this way, do I have control? Can I support myself with my other hand and my other leg and do these movements without uh, falling on my butt or kind of, uh, what do you call it, uh, kind of shaking throughout the movement? And so uh, for clients who are just starting, that's where I start them. Just start at level one slowly build them up and honestly for me too um, I've been working out since freshman year of high school and when I first got introduced to animal flow I was like oh this is just body weight I mean it's how hard can it be I've been lifting heavy um, barbell dumbbells kettlebell all that stuff uh, my entire life this is a piece of cake nope nope I got I got destroyed um, it's it's very humbling too um, that's why I think that's why I gravitated it towards it. I was like, I, I need to learn this. I will like, it looks cool on video, but if I can do it myself and teach others how to do it, then I mean, that's, that's my job as a fitness professional. And so, yeah. So starting off, it would be something super easy, um, super slow. And then your body gets adapted to it real quick. And so the more you do it, the faster you'll adapt. And then for me, having that exercise background, I was able to pick up on things like the one you mentioned where it was just my hand. I was doing like a little handstand flip. Um, So that's where the progressions come in. And so it just takes um, a little bit of practice, consistency, and then um, anyone can do it. I've had beginners who are uh, doing animal flow and they're doing it all by themselves. I had... um, uh, trainers that I've trained. I've had clients who have been exercising for a while that I've trained their animal flow and it's complimented them on their regular lifestyles and regular lifts. And so, um, yeah, it's just a good overall exercise form in general. Hmm. Yeah. It's, um, to watch you do it, I was amazed. Yeah. Thank you. It was pretty incredible. I, I know uh, where I work out, we started doing on Sundays, we started doing a little slower mm-hmm. pace. And um, I, you inspired us. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Because I know you and Jeremy used to work together. Uh-huh. And um, so anyway, yeah, it's, a, it's good. It helps yeah. with this after doing the hit trading, it helps stretch, you know, stretch your muscles out. and um, Muscles, tendons joints, everything, your mind too, just stretch it out, relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about is which we were just talking about the breathing and the stretching and what it does for your body and your mind. Uh, but I was wondering if you could walk us through 
a breathing session. If you can kind of count it out. So some of our listeners, if they're able, if they can do a breathing exercise now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, um, I like to, I use this when I can't go to sleep. I usually um, am pretty good. Once I hit the pillow, I'm out. Uh, But there are days um, where there's a lot going on in my mind. I hit the pillow and it's like, I'm still awake. Um, So this is what I do. Um, So when you're breathing, always breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth. So I want you to basically, uh, if you're listening, try this with me. Close your eyes. I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose, four counts. So hold it. Four, three, two, one, and then out through your mouth. Four counts. So I do that four to five times. So let's do this again. So breathe in through your nose, four counts, four, three, two, one, hold it, four, three, two, one, and then out through your mouth, four, three, two, and one. Good, and relax, and then just kind of notice how your brain is calming down, how your heart rate's decreasing, and kind of notice your shoulders because we carry a lot of stress on our shoulders. So we're always shrugged up and all this stress is piling up on your shoulders and your ears. And then so when you're breathing in, just kind of let your shoulders be heavy and get your shoulders away from your ears. Relax, shake it out a little bit. And so everything, every breath that you take and you hold it and release it, just um, be aware of how low your shoulders are getting and how low your body is getting. Um, and then so that's a good way to um, just kind of get your mind off of things, get your uh, mind in tune with your breath and your body and just be one and just be uh, mindful of what you're doing right now. Um, the future is for the future. Um, the past is for the past, but just be in tune with the now. And I think that will help just kind of relieve stress and then just be focused um, for you. Well, that was great. Thanks so much, Tewu. That was really no good. Why don't you let people know how they can connect with you? Yeah, so um, I have social media platforms. So on Instagram, my name, uh, my handle is Way2Fit. So my, ta- my name is Tewu, T-A-E-W-O-O. And I just put the uh, T and the W. So it's Way2Fit my instagram w-a-e-t-o-o-f-i-t and then uh, my facebook is just my name uh Tae Woo kim and i also have a facebook page called way to fit as well uh, linkedin profile Tae Woo kim and i also have a website called uh way fit.com and so check that out um i do a lot of training now virtually because of um, covid um, so I'm taking on some clients, whether that your goals are muscle gain, fat loss, uh, increased energy, increased mobility and flexibility. Um, I do all that. And so, um, to kind of finish off my kind of, my vision for way to fit is, uh, if you look at, look on my website, there's a lot of, uh, superhero themed. So that's two of my favorite things, fitness and superheroes. 
And so my vision for way to fit is having all my clients and myself find your inner superpowers, find their inner superheroes, uh, because everyone has uh, superpowers within them that it just, they just need to bring it out forth, whether it's through the help of me or uh, they do it by themselves. But I, I truly believe that everyone has their own specialties. Um, and then for me, I'm just bringing those specialties out through fitness and uh, making them realize that they can do this, that they can achieve their goals. Um, and there's no one really stopping them other than yourself. So um, I'm there to help. I'm there to um, connect and be helpful for the, for the world, basically. And put some good into the world. Yeah. We need Positivity. That's for sure. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm going to make sure that uh, the ways to connect Tewu is in the show notes. So check the show notes. And um, I want to thank you so much for talking to us today, Tewu. And yeah. I really appreciate it. And yeah. um, you be well. Yes, thank you. Yeah, pleasure um, doing this podcast, my first podcast interview. Um, I think it went well. Um, and then again, thank you for the listeners. Thank you, Rabrina, for interviewing me, um, giving me this platform. Um, yeah, like she said, stay well, stay healthy, and uh, be way too fitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Tewu and I are going to discuss the new Batman movie. Ah, All right, let's Take care of yourselves. <laughs> be well. Thank you. You can find Taewoo's information and the link for way Too fit website and his Facebook and Instagram page in the show notes. I've also listed a few apps to help with slowing our pace, breathing, and meditating. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your pods. Connect with me on Instagram at Rabrina Reddle and my Getting Real Immersed in Truth podcast Facebook page. The podcast is produced by me, Rabrina, and Handcrafted Studios. Original music by Handcrafted Studios composer, Michael Coffey. The meditation apps that you may find helpful are Abide Bible Meditation and Sleep, Brain.fm, Calm, and My.life. Time for a buddy check. Please check on your people. And people, you are not alone. September is also Suicide Awareness Month. If you are feeling out of sorts and not yourself, please reach out to someone. You can also call the Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. I'd like to end on this. It's from a version of the Bible called The Message. It's in Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. Summing it all up, friends... I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Until next time, keep your grit up by getting real while immersed in truth.